Profile on Praise Junction. Listen. This is my story. Real people, real stories, real God, real change. This is my story. This is Profile on the Praise Junction Show. If you're on Hope FM, listen and leave. My name is Grace Matisse on Profile. Today, I host Pastor Tabby coming to us from Sitam Thika Road, sharing with us her story. Oh, mm, if you missed the first part, Polisana, but you're welcome to join us in this last bit of it before we call it a day. And thank you. I can see your feedback on 20933 at Hope FM Live and on WhatsApp 0717 I'll be coming to them in a short while but now let's go back to this story because eh, eh, it's a lot and we don't have to be caught by time <laughs> Pastor Tab is on the other side of the studio so we, we pause to that point where you know mama's passed on you're wondering mm-hmm. what will happen mm-hmm. but before that there is something that really pushed you at that young age mm-hmm. you had to do it mm. eh, which was not good if we talk <laughs> about that then we go to how god really had to intervene in your situation amen i i i like to define my life as destiny rescue yeah. because that is what i believe god did uh, just taking it back a little bit before I talk about going to high school, uh, when things became really tough in our family, you know, we came up with an idea mm. as a family. How do we better ourselves? How do we put food on the table? Yes. And at that time, the business that was booming in, uh, <laughs> in our village was the Changa Brewing business. So at the age of 12, I became the executive producer (laughs) of of, uh, our uh, Changa breweries at home. And Mm -hmm. I would spend the day, you know, uh, uh, getting water. So because Changa takes a lot of water to to brew. And then in the night, I would do the business now of of brewing, of producing the the real thing. And the funny thing that happened, Gladys, is that that business never brought us any money. It It was like we used the money to produce and we get the exact money that we spent. There was no profit. There was nothing. And I want to say that I had given my life to Christ when I was, I think, 10 years old. Mm -hmm. And uh, so obviously God didn't want me, you know, to continue with this uh, situation. But how was he going to get me out? Something funny happened one night. Tell me. I I was sleeping and then in the night I feel like there is a present inside the house. And I get so scared. We were sleeping, I was sleeping or sharing bed with my sister. And I get so scared. And I call my mom, who is sleeping, you know, in the room adjacent to mine. And I say, mom, I feel like there's somebody in the room. Mm. And my mom, she assumes that probably uh, because our bed was just next to the window, she Mm. assumes that maybe I'm seeing uh, a shadow outside. And so she tells us, wake up and pull the bed off the window. I said, mom, no, I feel like the person is inside the house. Mm. And right there, I'm gripped with fear. And all of a sudden, Gladys, I never know how to explain this. I felt like something grabbed my legs. 
and we started I started screaming and mm. all of a sudden my sister begins to scream and we are now holding each other you know gripped with so much fear and we are screaming and the funniest thing happened my mom on the other side she she has not woken up mm. I think also she was gripped with fear she was wondering <laughs> what is going on yes my mother started praying she mm. started saying god I know I am doing the wrong thing Mm. I know that we have been, you know, doing this business of changas. <laughs> that time the buza was boiling in our room. Oh. And she started telling God, I promise you, if you deliver us out of this situation, I don't know what is happening. I don't know who is in our, inside the house. But if you deliver us, I promise you, in the morning, I will pour out all these things. And we are never going to go back to this business. <laughs> yes. I don't know how that story, how my experience of fear connected with her, you know, telling God, I know yeah. this is wrong and mm. we shouldn't do this again. But true to her words, the following morning, that was the end. Mm. We poured out the buzzers and we never went back to that business again. And mm. I feel like every time I look back, I feel like God set us up so that he can deliver us from that mm. moment because that would have taken me to a different course altogether. Yeah. I wouldn't be here talking to you today. Mm. I would have been, you know, maybe, you know, lost back there in shags, you know, and, and, and becoming an expert of, of Changa brewing. So I, I, I finished the story when my mom now passes on. Yes. And, and Gladys, since I got born again, I grew up in, in a village where people were not aiming for so much, especially those who are in very humble backgrounds. Our motivation was just to get to class eight because that was hard. When you get to class eight, most of people would find like they had gotten to their, you know, the best uh, limit and yes. they would go get married or start doing business here and there. But the minute I got born again, I had a vision in my life. I wanted more. Mm. I didn't want status quo, finish class eight, get married and live life. I remember desiring more. And the first thing I, I wanted was I, I, I want to change my story. I don't want poverty because poverty had gripped us so much. And because of poverty, people were not having ambitions in life. So I remember when I was in class eight, I almost didn't do exams. Because I was home, you know, mm. taking care of uh, the family. Yes. And it was actually the headmaster's and my class teacher's intervention that got me back to school to do exam. So I had missed school for a year, Gladys. I went to do exam. And my mother was asking, how are you going to do exam and you haven't studied? I said, mom, because I was feeling like my window of primary school is closing. And because I have this desire to go to school, I must go and do the exam. So I did the exam. The results came out. And lo and behold, I had even been admitted to a school. Already. <laughs> with my 200 and... With my, that time, the exam was marked out of 700. Yes. So with my 325 marks, I had been mm. admitted to a school, which was very strange yeah. because that was very low mark. But I feel like God allowed for that so that he can inspire, you mm, know, mm. this desire for me to go forward yes. even more. Mm. And I remember taking that letter to my mother and saying, look, I got admitted to school. And she looked at me and said, now, even if you got admitted, how are you going to go to high school? Mm. None of your siblings have managed mm. to even go to high school. 
the ones who are ahead of me, they dropped out in Form 2, Form 3. So the ones who are behind me will be lucky to actually get to Class 8. So I remember from that day, Gladys, I spoke, I spoke to God every day. And very simple ways. I didn't know how to pray much. I would just tell God, God, when I'm going to, to bed, I want to go to high school. Mm. When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I would say, God, I want to go to high school. And everything within me changed, Gladys. I would see myself as a student. I would have imaginary conversations with fellow students. I would imagine myself in a class having, you know, conversations with my teachers. Like the way the Bible says, as the man thinketh, mm, so he see. is. Mm. I began to see myself as a student. And from that moment on, I would not see myself as a, you know, normal village girl. And did God do it? And the, the, uh, the day of the burial, when my mom was now getting buried, yeah. there was a relative a long distant relative who came for the burial. In fact, by the time they were getting home, the burial was already over. Mm. And I was asleep because it was a very difficult day. And as he's chatting with my siblings, he asked where I was. And I was awoken. And I went to meet him. And the first thing he asked me is, what do you want? I said, I want to go to school. And he said, done. We're going to take you to school to the level you want to study. Oh, it's done. And God. I remember you know, crying and thinking, my dream has finally come to pass. I'm so excited to go to high school. Yes. So I joined high school a term after everybody else had, you know, I joined in the second term. Mm. And that's when I, 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 I went to Kiriaine Girls High School. Okay. Mm. How was life there? Be because primary, it was a challenge, but yeah. God has seen you through. Now it's boarding school. I, How I, was it? I remember entering the blue gates of Kirene Girls and thinking, Woo, I am ready <laughs> to take on the world. <laughs> yes. But Gladys, I was not prepared for the culture shock that would hit me in high school. You know, I'd never lived anywhere else. Yes. I was always a shags girl. <laughs> and now I'm finding myself in high school where everybody is speaking English. There is prep. These are not things I'm used to. <laughs> and I cannot even speak in English. My uh -oh. goodness. Mm. I speak and everybody laughs. <laughs> and then something else, that is not even the main thing. Yes. The main thing was when I got to high school, I think the enemy was always after me to destroy me. Because it, it is after high school, I began to experience the impact of my childhood. The, the traumatic situations that had happened. By the time I am going to high school, Gladys, I have lost three close people within a span of, I would say, seven years. Yeah. I had lost very close people, seven to ten years, very close people, my mom, my dad, and my, the, the, my uncle, the brother to my dad who took me after my dad passed on. Mm. And I felt like I had never properly grieved these people. So when I go to high school, I begin to experience depression. You know, yeah. I begin to experience the impact of of unresolved grief, mm. and coupled with the fact that I'm in a new environment <laughs> and there is culture shock. Oh, things started happening. I was not performing well at all. Mm. I am always at the bottom of my class. Not just my class, the yeah. whole stream. 
Oh. You know, yeah. it's difficult. And then that begins to affect me because I came here to study to run away from poverty. Now studying is not happening. What is going to happen to my future now if I cannot, you know, do well in school? Mm. Fast forward, I get to Form 3. And by that time, my guardian is beginning to wonder, did I make a mistake? You know, did yeah. I invest, mm. you know, where there is no outcome, yes. positive outcome? Mm. But I get to Form 3 and something amazing happens. And Bef again... Before you tell me what amazing thing that happened... Yes. The, the only time you've talked about you had surrendered your life to Christ, mm. you know, is when you are really young. Yes. At this time, how is your relationship with the Lord? Still very... I, I, I still knew the Lord. And the good thing is, I had somehow understood how the Lord speaks to me. Uh, I had cotton. You know the way yes. the Bible says the sheep know my voice? Yes. I yes. had been able to distinguish mm. When, I, when the Lord is speaking to me. Mm. So that is why in Form 3, when this divine intervention happens, I am able to realize that this is a God moment. Yes. Because I was, I was, I was going to bed as usual, you know. Mm, form 3 <laughs> form now. Form 3 now. Mm. Yeah, I'm almost about to graduate and I have no idea how I will graduate the school. Yeah. With what? So I'm going to bed and all of a sudden I can't sleep. Again, I feel like I am having this moment with the Lord. And I stay up. And I like to say, I think God came down to give me the much-needed therapy. Mm. What I needed when I was in high school at Gladys was counseling. I needed somebody to help me, you know, understand myself, to help me, you know, navigate through the challenges that I was going through. But for some reason, there was nobody. And God came down to give me that much-needed therapy. And I remember God saying to me, listen, Tabby, you may not change anybody's opinion in the school. Because by that time, if you're not performing well, you know, people have no, they don't have your time. Mm. <laughs> you know, and if you're not, and, and if you're caught in trouble and you're not the child that performs well, sometimes you get stigmatized. You know, yeah. people start thinking you're rebellious and hard-headed. And God tell, told me, you, will, you may not change anybody's opinion of you in this school, but I want you to change your opinion of yourself. Yeah. That's where we are going to start. Mm -hmm. You're not rebellious. You're not hard-headed. You're not foolish. You're not stupid. And God said, I want you by the time you graduate out of this school, you will never look back to these days with regret. You're going to do everything within your power to come out of this school being proud of yourself. And that is when God gave me a strategy of study. Mm -hmm. He said to me, you know, you have no idea what was taught you in, in Form 1 or <laughs> Form 2. So that's uh, where we are going to start. Uh -huh. You are going to do, you are going to work so hard. Like, go back to Form 1. Begin to uh, bring yourself up to speed. You know, I went back to Form 1 work asking myself, what is biology? Oh. What is chemistry? Yeah. I had to retrain myself all over again, bring myself up to speed to the level I was in Form 3 so that I can do the exam like a normal student. Mm. And that's what I did. Yes. Day and night, Gladys, I studied. Every free time I had, I studied. And I thank God he gave me the passion to study like that. He opened my mind in a way that I was now able to understand. And he gave me the zeal. You know, I loved now. I begin to love to study. 
Gladys, I would even borrow past papers from other schools mm. to test myself. I was having an exam every week myself, myself yes. given exam. Mm. I would test myself against the national schools to see if I was sitting for an exam with them, how would I, how would I have fared? I even motivated my my friends, my, my, my girlfriends in school. And you know, God did not tell me to leave them. He told them, if you want, you you have to influence them mm. with your new energy. Yes. Because you see, two cannot work together unless, unless they agree. agree. So they had to come on board. And I am glad to say that all of us graduated, none of us graduated from that school with less than a C plus. Wow. So I studied and I studied and we sat uh, for the exam now in Form 3. I go home, Gladys. I'm waiting for <laughs> the results. You know, they used to be sent to our parents. And we, for me now, I would go to my guardian's office to see how I performed. And uh, that, that time, because he had already, you know, expressed his disappointment, I was already going there now, hoping that at least I have improved mm. to show that, you know, I, ha I had you last time and, and, I, and I have decided to do something. So I go to his office and, you know, he's ushering me into his office. You know, before he would keep me in the reception and the secretary <laughs> would be the one to address me. Yes. This time he's telling me, mm -hmm. you know, to go into his office. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. And he even buys me a soda. Oh. I'm like, what? What is going on? Mm. And so he comes and hugs me and he said, you did very well. And I just want to see my report form. Mm. And he gives me my report form. Gladys, I had moved from position 97 to position 10. I had improved splendidly. Wow. I looked at my report form and I started crying. Mm. I knew that was a God moment. Mm. And mm. I told myself, you know what, Tabi? You either graduate with this grade <laughs> or you go higher, but yes. you will never go back one step. Mm. And that was ha what, what, ha uh, what happened. Wow. I graduated um, from Granny Girls with a B minus. KCSE. KCSE. From, from position 97 to position 10. I Amen. actually finished KCSE at top 10. Yes. I was among the top 10 in the school. Amazing God. Amen. Amen. Before we go on a break, I'd love us to talk about this. Then when we, then when we come back, we'll be sampling some of your questions and comments. Our SMS line is 20933. That is 20933 at Hope FM Live on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can also WhatsApp us on 0717400555. My guest today, Pastor Tabi Mwangi, coming to us from Sitam Thika Road. Oh, what a testimony of what the Lord can do. So let, let's talk a bit about now... Because um, your guardian was so happy, Paka, he buys you soda. <laughs> <laughs> He's so proud of you. He's very proud. <laughs> and you, you need to go to campus. So what yes. did you want to pursue? I wanted to pursue BCom. Uh -huh. From the time I was a young girl, I liked this idea of being an accountant. And Besa. I would say I want to be <laughs> an accountant in a bank. Huh. <laughs> no. You had seen money. <laughs> My idea of an accountant in a bank was I'm going to be this girl who yes. wears he high heels wow. and suits. Wow. So that's the picture I had. <laughs> so even when I went to high school, um, when I was in high school, that yes. was my vision. I wanted mm. to do become and I wanted to do major in accounting. Yes. And so when I finished, my guardian asked me, so what do you want to do? I said, I want to do accounting. But remember Gladys, I was a born again Christian. 
by and then you are fine fine with the lord i i i am now closer to the with the lord especially mm. this incident that happened in uh in form 3 got me closer even more with the lord mm. so when i graduate high school the first thing i want to do is to pray to affirm that this desire to do become is also his desire for me so i decided to take some time and pray and ask him is this your will for me so i went for prayers gladys <laughs> and when i went to, uh, for prayers to ask god is if this is your will that is when i began to uh, to feel a disconnect i began to feel like god is leading me in a different direction and i all of a sudden i'm feeling now confused is it become is it is it nursing is it journalism you know i'm now not settled on anything i am feeling completely conflicted so as i prayed and i didn't get a uh, a uh, um, a clear answer i decided you know what let me just go uh, with my first choice and so that is how i told my guardian i want to go and do accounting so he enrolled me uh to do cpas because then we used to have to to have to wait for a whole year yeah. so that you can join campus so as i wait he asked me to you know to start doing cpas or i i recom i suggested that i begin doing cpa so i enrolled at visions um school of professionals for accounting <laughs> and just before the term ended mm. oh another setback i don't know whether it was a setback or it was a divine and oh, i don't know it's god now trying to make his will known mm. because my guardian now who was taking care of me uh one time i called to find uh to to ask for money because i used to commute to school mm. so i'm calling and he was back in muranga i called to ask for money and the secretary tells me what do you mean mm. you are your guardian left i mm. said left where i was told he left to the states oh and i asked so what about me and she she says i thought you guys talked about it and i'm thinking we never talked about anything and all of a sudden oh all my dreams all my hopes come crashing down because now i'm not able to go to school now i'm not able to continue with accounting and i'm like god what is going on i am now stressed i'm asking god questions i've worked that hard so that i can go to campus what is going on now mm. and that is when i I I would I, I must say that was a very good uh, it was a very hard time for me emotionally and uh, it was within that time I laid hold of this book called The Purpose Driven Life. Ah. And I started reading The Purpose Driven Life. <laughs> and one of the thing that God talked to me through that book is about purpose. Because the question I kept asking God is what kind of a future will I have without education? Mm. And God said to me, I created you for more than an education. Yeah. I did not bring you into this world for you to just go to school, get a degree, get a nice job and live happily ever after. Mm. So that created in me desire to then ask, what is your purpose for me? Yes. What is it that you want with my life? Mm. And I found my way into Cataloni and I was fasting asking God okay now if i'm not going to school what is it that you want with my life mm. that is when i began to feel you know this inclinations toward ministry but it was a very strange feeling because mm. i have not grown up being 
around pastors, you know. Yes. <laughs> Nobody in, in our family has ever been a pastor. Mm. I don't know anything to do that God calls young people to go into ministry. <laughs> For me, I thought people who go into ministry are those who have finished you know, their life careers, how <laughs> they have gone into ministries to, yes. to serve the Lord. Yes. So it, and then I was looking at myself like, why would you call me into ministry? Mm -hmm. Why? You know, every time I read the story of Moses, I see myself there because I'm like, God, send somebody else. They mm. are better suited to serve you, not me. And so that began the, 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 the resistance to the call. You know, God is telling me this is the way I'm leading you, but I'm thinking, no, I've never even thought about that. a Jonah moment. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so I begin to run away from the Lord because now I was in Catalonia, I prayed for seven days. I think, you know, I, I normally say human beings are stubborn, God is more stubborn. Mm, mm. <laughs> you know, he, he, his his desire for our lives is something that he is relentless about. Okay. He doesn't just give up. When he calls you for something, he will not say, oh, you don't want it. Okay, fine. Let me look for somebody else. Mm. Like he says to Moses, it is you that I am sending. Yes. Even though you will go with Aaron, mm. I am still going yeah. to use you for the mission I have for you. So, so when did you say yes? Oh, it took a long time. Ten years. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> what were you doing all these ten years? I was Ooh. still running away. In fact, now when I left Cataloni, I went back home to Shags and God had to speak to me again. And he tells me, you know, go back to Nairobi. Get yourself in a church. This was a very direct instruction from God. Mm. He said, go back to Nairobi. Get yourself in church. I will establish you from there. And that is how I came uh, in 2006. Sitam Buruburu was just opening at mm. phase five. Mm. And that is how I found myself at Sitam. It's just a young girl still. Yes. And I started, you know, serving in ministry, in worship team, in youth ministry. And still the, pers the, the, the persistence of God's call, the, the push into ministry was still there. Mm. But I think my greatest, uh, my greatest problem was I didn't know how to get into ministry. Yeah. I Yes, I know God is calling me, but how do I start? You know, that time Sitam had not started the camp program yes. where you get an opportunity to verify these things that you're feeling. Mm. So in um, after some time, uh, I think in 2012, I left Sitam and I went to Life Spring Chapel where I started I enrolled in a formal internship. Mm -hmm. I told God, okay, fine. You're calling me into ministry. I have ran away from you so much. You know, things have become really hard. You know, <laughs> God wrecked my life. Mm. You read the story of Jonah being <laughs> thrown into <laughs> into the sea and being swallowed by fear. I experienced all that. What was the worst thing that God had to cause you to go through for you to say yes? Number Just one. one. Number one, I was working in a certain supermarket. Mm. And it, it's like I was having a split personality. When I'm, I, I would be so isolated. When I'm isolated, I'm either preaching or singing to myself. Mm. I would speak to... <laughs> verses would come in my, my head and, and I have to speak them, you know. Yeah. I am constantly 
saying things and I would see imaginary con uh, congregations in my head who I am preaching to. And one time the owner of the supermarket came and called me. And by that time we had been chatting. She knew a little bit of my story. She knew that I was born again. But she, she kind of felt like I didn't belong in her supermarket. So one mm. time she came in the morning and she said, Tabi, I have to let you go. Oh. And I'm letting you go. I'm giving you two weeks. You go and ask your God whether you belong in my supermarket. If he says yes, your job is there. But I am convinced, <laughs> you know, the way the, the companions of Jonah had to throw him <laughs> into the sea. Mm. She was convinced that I didn't belong there. Yeah. And that day I left her supermarket. I went, I, I laid prostrate on the ground. I remember telling God, I'm done. Mm. I can't run anymore. Yeah. I surrender. If you show me how, I will serve you. It's just that I don't know where to start. Show me where to start. And I surrender. And a month later, not a month later, I think three months later is when I enrolled in this internship opportunity. That in itself is a, is a, is a beautiful story of how God mm. just opened that door. And I was able to enroll in the internship. Yes. And I'm telling God, God, you have this year to make it clear whether you have mm. called me into oh, ministry yes. or not. Yes. <laughs> and God, I think God was looking at me and was telling me, I'm giving you one year to literally see the beautiful life yes. I am calling you into. Because wow. within that year, my heart was full. Mm. I felt mm. at home. Yeah. I was, wow, this is what God was calling me into. You know, I began to discover gifts and talents that God had locked within me that I had never discovered. Mm. I was not a, a confident person to speak in front of people. <laughs> but now I would speak in front of people. And, and whenever I would speak in front of people, people would express that they were touched. You yes. know, that yes. you explained it so well that I was touched. The Lord was speaking to me through you. And while I was serving at LifeSpring Chapel, God opened the door for me to go to campus through a scholarship. I, I got a scholarship from... Um, as a Kenya Health, uh, a, a scholarship body from Australia. Uh, they they offered me a full scholarship to go to Africa International University where I studied theology. And then I was ready <laughs> to study theology and to be e equipped for the works of service. And uh, I remember being in school, Yani, everything was just flowing smoothly. You know mm. the way I struggled to go to school <laughs> with this become. Oh, yes. God would open doors for me. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to school like a child of a king. Mm. I'm not lacking anything yes. I have. I am well provided for God took care of me mm. to, to confirm and affirm that this is the place he wanted me to be. Amen. Amen. So wow. I completed AIU. I, I want to thank God that I actually graduated with first class honors. Amen. In Africa International University. Yeah. Amen. A pastor now. A pastor now. At How Sita. many years? Uh, I graduated in 2017. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've, I've now been serving full time for 
about four years now. Mm. Yes. And how is it? It's amazing. <laughs> oh. Yes. If only I knew it earlier. Earlier. <laughs> it's amazing to be in the service of the Lord. Amen. I feel fulfilled. Mm. Mm. Amen. Allow us to pause here and just have a break. When you come back, we'll be getting to your questions on 20933 and your comments at Hope FM Live on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on 0717 As Pastor Tabby was talking, you, you know, I... I just picked you you have to surrender to God. There's some things you struggle with so much. It's like you're fighting with God and yet God is so clear. This is the way I want you to go. And if you're there, join join us in singing this song and just make this confession to the Lord. But Lord, indeed I see. The profile song break. Take a moment of reflection. This is Profile. Real people, real stories, real God, real change. I know, Lord, your plan for me is right. And I need you to fulfill your purpose in my life. I submit to you, my King. Be my everything. I'm coming to
Amen. And amen. You know, Lord, I surrender my life. I give it all to you. Do with it as you may please. That's a safe place to be. Uh, uh, you know, uh, that's just a testimony, you know, of our guest today, Pastor Tabby, coming to us from Satan Thick Road. You know, God had to get to that place of surrender. And here she is testifying of what the Lord has done. We have around 10 minutes to wrap it up. And I promise I'll be sampling some of your questions and comments in this hour. Uh, Pastor, <laughs> so many people writing in. Let's help these dear ones. The first one says, Pastor, for me, for sure, I just need prayers because I have a calling mm -hmm. to serve in the children's ministry or yeah. department, being mm -hmm. a Sunday school teacher. But I don't know what is holding me back. And I know this listener could be presenting so many so people. Many. The I, Lord is so clear, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I think the, uh, what holds a lot of people back is fear. Because you're looking at yourself. You are measuring your abilities, your experiences. And I want to say that God does not call those who are qualified. And this is something that has been said several times. He qualifies the called. Yeah. And God is not looking at your abilities, experiences when he's calling you. In fact, he wants you as empty as you are so that he can fill you with himself. Mm. It is until you realize that you can only be useful in the hands of God, that is when you draw near. Yes. You're not useful away. Mm. Don't even wait for yourself, you know, for you to, 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 to put yourself together because you can't do that. Surrender yourself as you are. And let God mm. give you what you need, equip you yes. for his service. Amen. Because that's what he does. Amen. Mm. Another one just writes and says, Aki, today I have had myself being talked about. I'm 24 years old in my final uh, two weeks of campus. I feel like the Lord is calling me into ministry, but I don't know where to begin. I always find myself preparing sermons and preaching to myself during my free time. I struggle to study for long as my mind is always straying away. And I start preaching and proclaiming the word of God to an existing congregation. Mm. Thank you for sharing your story. That is literally me. Kindly advise me. This is John listening to us from Nakuru. <laughs> exactly where are you? <laughs> John, that is exactly where I was. And I truly, truly feel you. This is where you start. Mm. Especially when you're feeling like that. You need to be in a place where that calling is called out. And so for me, what I did is I enrolled myself in an internship, mm. a place where an internship for people who are filling this pool into ministry is offered. And the objective of that internship is to test, you know, waters, because sometimes you may be feeling like this. And when you go here, you know, God begins to open your mind for other things. Yes. So it is good to go into an environment where that calling can be called out or be affirmed if it is there. So mm. I would I would I would request you to look for a place where uh, pastoral internships are offered, and enroll yourself in such. I know Nairobi Chapel they 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 do they still do that. Life Spring Chapel, Sitam here, uh, it is a good place to start so that you can have an opportunity to to evaluate what you're feeling. Mm. Mm. Okay. 
and uh, a sister just says uh, what a testimony I mean tears my name is Nema Tundin her life resembles mine almost 99% oh, wow mm. Nema and thank you I've seen what you've written there mom Joy Kimiwe saying oh. I'm proud of you girl that's my daughter <laughs> hi mom Joy <laughs> thank you so much yeah PM saying encouraged great testimony encouraged to confirm that God wants the best for us even more than we want it ourselves glory to God we say mm. amen to that mm. our brother Simon from uh, Nandi just saying oh Grace and my sister people go through challenges my sister <laughs> you are not alone God is good all the time. <laughs> Amen. Uh, uh, our good brother and friend, James and Agi Kahero, wow. writing in and saying, Tabi, <laughs> Minister Kahero, I receive my Calvary greetings. I'm delighted to hear you share your story, which I know too well. We are glad to have been of an impact and influence to you. Those are my parents. And who you are today. We are encouraged and con uh, and connected to you to full-time service. Thank you for listening and heeding to God's call. And uh, Josephine Mwambe from Mutuapa saying, so touched by the story. I can't control my tears. Uh, we thank God for you listening in. Uh, City Stadium tuned in, courtesy of Morina Nyango. Uh, you're saying hello to our guests. Thank you so much for writing and tuning in. Yes, God qualifies those he wants to serve him. Mm -hmm. That is, uh, that is uh, what I thought I could not do anything for God just because I wasn't learned, but God pushed me towards to praise uh, towards praise team and children ministry, and I am contented. Mm. Amen. Thank you, thank you for your testimony right there, mm. our dear listener. You didn't tell me your name, and so many just saying they are tuned in and they are being ministered to this beautiful day. Joski Shams just saying she graduated with a B. I like that. I love the process. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Minister Winnie Blessing saying, changing opinion of who you are is the key. And That's we true. agree to that. Uh, Tongoi Resort uh, tuned in courtesy of Sarah Kamau. You're listening in and you're saying you've been ministered to by this story. And we bless the Lord for you. I'm rushing to Twitter now before we just get to a time of prayer quickly. Nziza mm -hmm. saying, Pastor Tabi's story is so touching. May God continue to uplift you more. Josephine Mwambe, thank you. You're saying that story is touching. Shadrach Mukolwe, truly painful experience, Madam Tabi. That's what you say. Benjamin Lisa. Say, you say what a touching story behind every beautiful face is a story and at times it may not be beautiful as the face but the beauty of it is that it's God's God orchestrating it mm. and he only reveals the finished beautiful part say he to pastor I know her <laughs> <laughs> Corazon Asante Sunny is saying what a touching story mm. uh, you are tuned in thank you Jano from Jericho for tuning in pastor we have a minute to go amen i just want you to let's take that minute and just pray amen just pray pray and allow the lord to minister to people who are struggling to hear god's call mm. to parents who have you, you know going through depression and their children have to take their responsibility pastor and as the lord leads you in a minute kindly pray with us before we get to the news amen let's take time and thank god for his goodness and his mercy and if you are listening and you're in a difficult place i want you to remember that god loves you 
he has a good plan for you and that plan is unfolding even right now as it should let's pray heavenly father i praise you with all of my heart thank you for this opportunity that you have given me to speak to your people even through these airwaves thank you god almighty because this story is your story is the story of how hope triumphs against all odds is the story lord jesus christ that confounds and affirms that indeed that the hope you have given us is alive oh god because you have poured your life uh, your love through us in us through the uh, through christ jesus and so i thank you for the opportunity for so many people who have listened and have been touched by this story and are looking to you oh god almighty as their son and shield we take time now to say thank you for the stories that you are writing in each one of us oh god you are taking us through different experiences oh god almighty so that you can refine our faith oh god almighty and the bible tells us that all things are working together for our good so we thank you for those uh, experiences that we go through so uh, some of them are crises in our lives but you are able to turn them into opportunities oh god i pray for everybody who is listening my father who is saying i am in that space where i don't understand what is happening in my life thank you dear god because you are the same yesterday today and forever and you are delivering those ones who are saying to you oh god that you are my shield you are my refuge you are my strength oh god because the bible tells us that those who hope in you shall never be put to shame oh god the bible tells that that you knew us before the foundations of the earth lord indeed you have inscribed us in the palms of your hands oh god that we will never be forsaken by you we will never be forgotten in fact as isaiah chapter 49 and verse 15 asks even though a mother may forget uh, their own child that they have given birth to yet the bible tells us that you will never forget us oh god so i pray that each and everyone who is listening my father may feel the presence of the lord engulfing them right now in their situations oh god let hope arise king of all glory where hope has been diminished in the name of jesus christ and Father, I pray for those ones who are ex, uh, feeling the call of God in their lives and they have no idea where to start, oh God. I pray that just like you order the steps of a righteous man, oh God. The Bible tells us that you are the good shepherd who leads us in the paths of righteousness. I pray that you will hold their hand, oh God, that you will show them what to do in every step of their lives, oh God, so that, Lord God, you may place them just where you desire for them to be, oh Oh God. I pray for those who are orphaned, oh God Almighty, those who have lost parents and they have no one to take care of them, oh God. As the Bible tells us that you are the father to the fatherless. Lord, I have seen you walking with me, oh God. I have seen you being my father. I have seen you being my parent. I've seen you feed me and clothe me. God, I pray for them wherever they are, that you will hold them with your righteous right hand, oh God. And just as your word is true, you will cause them to to um, you will cause them to stand in the name of Jesus. Lord, you are good and your mercies endures forever. So we thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Tabi, and God bless you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for having me, Gladys. Asante. And you kept calling me Gladys. Grace, thank oh, you for Grace. the new baptism. <laughs> Gladys and Grace are near, you know. Yeah, they're together. Asante. That's my new name for you. I receive. <laughs> Amen. Baraka. Asante is an idea. Amen. So that's all we had for you. And, you know, I want to conclude uh, by... You know, one statement that pastor said somewhere that you need to learn to judge your future from God's perspective and remember that God created you for a good purpose. That's what you need to remember. Amen.